Welcome to D4 Sports, Day Drinking with Don and Dustin. I'm Don. And I'm Dustin. We're coming to you from Lubbock, Texas. And London, England. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get to it. everyone listening on this Halloween episode of D4 Sports. Uh, Dustin, we are actually not on Halloween. We are the morning after Halloween for scheduling reasons, but uh, happy Halloween to you, sir. How was uh, how was your celebration? It was good. I guess it's uh, more about the kids. They had fun. Parents froze. Uh, you know what you do for your kids. <laughs> Uh, hand warmers and pockets and uh, have fun. Yeah. they actually had uh, at the end of the street they had a um, like cars lined up they had a section of the road blocked off um, like the HOA would call the city blocked everything off had bounce houses and things like that uh, I think moving forward they would be smart if they had an area where you could have like hot chocolate or blankets or yes. <laughs> a sectioned well, the, off area for heaters. <laughs> the trouble with Halloween in the Midwest, though, is that it can be 80 degrees and it can be 40 degrees, right? I, I mean, when we lived it in sure St. Can. Louis, when we lived in St. Louis, we took our kids and there were some years that we were bundled and freezing. And there were other years that our kids were wanting to shed their costume, you know, by the time we got two blocks away from our house because uh, because of temperature. But uh yeah, so, so are you a dress-up guy, or did you go in costume last night, or are you just dad coming along? Um, well, Ansley had a friend over, um, and my goal was to embarrass her. And so um, I, I walked out of the bedroom in a Care Bear onesie, mm-hmm. and um, Ansley loved it. So oh, no. it, actually, <laughs> it actually backfired on me, uh, uh, and she wanted me to wear it the rest of the night. But uh, I, I did not. Hindsight, that outfit is extremely warm. Uh, oh, should yeah. have worn it. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, there you go. Just because I was so cold. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but but I did not dress up. Well, I did, apparently however. Apparently, you had a Care Bear onesie. <laughs> I did. Well, so I worked a, a basketball clinic this past weekend, and we uh, the, the coaches dressed up in costumes and played a little five-on-five five with the kids. And uh, just for fun, so I got to. I did wear my uh, Care Bear onesie for for one of the matchups, and then another game nice. I wore my um, Average Joe's outfit with the headband yeah. and uh, nice. basketball socks. So, so what Very about nice. you? How how is Halloween over there in London? Yeah, you know, Halloween over here is probably not quite as big as it was in the U.S., but it's definitely a thing. And we just moved into an area where you know we're in uh, like a high rise apartment building we're on like the ninth floor but there's you know 10 you know probably 10 or 15 maybe more than that buildings in in our kind of in our kind of neighborhood and what they did was basically um anybody who wanted to participate in trick-or-treating they all set up in the lobbies of each of the buildings and then the kids all kind of made their ways around you know to the lobbies of each building uh rather than going like down every hallway or whatever you know you know on every floor and stuff so it was kind of cool, and so my wife and I just kind of sat and watched out the window as we saw all the kids coming up and down. But uh, yeah, we don't—we're not big. Halloween's never been uh, uh, our big thing. We don't like dress up in couples' costumes and go to big parties and stuff. But good time, good time. I—I uh, I would say, you know, and, and that the you see the title. The title for this week is, uh, you know, uh, Halloween candy and edibles and other bad mixes. And I, I just wanted to work in there the reason for that is the story I saw that I felt was, I know it didn't touch sports, but I felt it was pretty D4. This was literally an ABC News story that I saw on X, formerly Twitter, that said, don't mix up edibles and Halloween candy, experts say. That's something. Don't mix them up. Don't mix them up. Don't give your don't give the neighborhood kids edibles. I guess that's the message here. Well, <laughs> so to me, having to say that, means that there's a reason for it, right? Right. So mm-hmm. there is a reason th- the coffee at McDonald's says caution hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yep. You know, most people would realize, hey, coffee's hot. No. Don't give kids edibles. 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> it, it makes sense. I mean, hey, we had, you know, several neighborhoods that we lived in in St. Louis, the parents would frequently make jello shots. Um, so you'd bring kids to people's house and the kids would get candy and the parents would get a jello shot, which I think may not be the safest thing. And of course, the kids are like, I want jello. We're like, no, not this time. But uh, yeah, no, no edibles, no edibles. D4 listeners, I'm going to say this is good advice. Thank you, ABC News and the experts for giving us this good advice for uh, not giving the edibles to the kids. Bad, bad mixes for sure. Bad mixes. Yeah, indeed. And we got some other bad mixes coming up. Uh, but, uh, but, but before we get into those, we're going to kind of take care of D4 housekeeping. And first things first, I got to say, Dustin, we had a listener who downloaded an episode in Australia. All Land right. Down under. I will, Land down I'll take it. Land, we're on three continents. We've got people over here in the UK, got people in the US, and now we got Australia. Next, somebody in Asia. We got we got to hit Asia. It's the emerging market, right? At least an accidental click, right? Yeah, something. <laughs> <laughs> something. But anyway, we don't know who the listener in Australia was. We don't know if they actually listened to anything, but we see in the fact that we had a download uh, in Australia. So uh, thank you for uh, very much for that. Uh, fantasy sports. Our fantasy competition. Uh, Dustin, who's leading after one week in our NBA uh, Fantasy League? Mr. Autodraft is <laughs> is winning. That would be you, sir. Um, that would be me. And, and First place. I, I do believe that you know two guys on your team. I think something like that. <laughs> well, I, I, I think I can pronounce most of their names now. Oh, well, mate, I don't know about that. No, that's that's too much. But <laughs> I, have I mean, started paying I mean, your best player has a very difficult last name. He does, unfortunately. I just call him Gil. Um, I, what's does he have a nickname? I don't even know. I don't know. Shea, <laughs> I don't Shea know Gil just Alexander. Yeah, well, Alexander's not too bad, and Shea's I can do the the Gilgis the, the Gilgis is a little slippery. <laughs> a little slippery there. It depends. Well, uh, this week. We're recording, you know, it's 1030 here in London a.m. And just to show his commitment, Dustin is on at 530, 530 in the morning in Lubbock, Texas. That's how much we're committed to this pod, folks. Just want you to know that. So I am drinking tea in classic London fashion, a little Earl Grey with milk. Dustin, I got to I got to believe you're not doing sparkling water at uh, 5 a.m. I am not. Um, I'm actually taking shots of Jack Daniels. Um, Whoa. You know, being... <laughs> <laughs> Being so early, I had to, oof, I had to get going. <laughs> no, when they I say just it's got five o'clock somewhere. They don't mean five a.m. That's what I'm just oh, saying. Oh, <laughs> that's what that meant. I, <laughs> man, I got that bad mixes. I got it mixed up. I, so. I just yeah. completely. Oh man, no, I'm going with a holiday blend coffee. Oh, holiday blend early. Well, I guess it's post Halloween. It's so, post Halloween, and we just move it back. So next time it's going to be post Fourth of July. You set up everything for right. Christmas. <laughs> well, you see, here in the UK, there's no Thanksgiving, right? Thanksgiving's not a holiday here, so it really does just go right into the Christmas season over here. So we've already got Christmas markets showing up and stuff. They're gonna they're gonna start coming, but uh, yeah. So uh, I don't even know how we got onto that. Uh, I was, I was from from what we're drinking to Christmas markets, but but there we go. Uh, so yeah, so I I you know surprisingly took the lead seven and one in my first week. I guess there's eight points a week, and I uh, I'm up seven and one. Uh, I continue to dominate the English Premier League fantasy. Uh, I won seventy six to sixty four this week, and Dustin, I'm up sixty seven points on you. That's basically a full week. It is. That's yeah. uh, that's rough. Um, I've actually I you know and again I mean I still don't know very many of these guys. I'm getting more familiar. But uh, I have been above average every single week except for week one, like from the average yeah, you, score. So you, you've done really well. Yeah, you've you've done your research. You've picked your guys right. You've called their their coaches. Um, oh yeah. You've uh, you've made sure that they were in and playing well. Uh, put them in the right positions. So good job, sir. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, in our in our DraftKings this week, uh, I went five and two, and we tied in Pickham. So the overall standings, I've made a I made a push. It's now 30 to 28 at three. Dustin's still up two. You're still up five overall in the pick'em. Uh, we tied this week, so you still got a five-game lead there. But I got to say, I got the Panthers game, 
I called the Panthers, and I'm pretty proud of that. I, uh... Yeah, and I tried a, an accidental strategy for not picking Thursday night's game, or I would have won that. So yeah, and uh, I can't believe we didn't we didn't you know get you in the chat, and nobody really jumped on you. But uh, see, yeah, I'm, I'm quiet. It. I'm quiet. Yeah, well, that's that's that helps. Yeah, and of course Millwall. Ah, Millwall, a, a loss and a very bad draw, giving up a a goal in a tying goal. It was like three minutes into penalty time, ninety plus three or something like that. Uh, uh, so they're yeah. now four and five and five. They are in eighteenth out of twenty-four teams and trending the wrong way. Yeah, you can't trend downwards or you'll get uh, demoted or relegated. Yeah, no, we're into not the good. next league. Are you optimistic? Do you think things are going to change? Are we are we looking at bad news for Millwall? I think it's going to be bad news. Um, I do. I do remember last week you pointed out that I had said I'm I'm excited to see how Millwall does today, and next thing you know, they're very disappointing. Um, yeah. wasn't wasn't a good a match then, and then the few days later, having the draw by giving up the goal at the the ninety plus two or three or whatever it was. So I think, like you said, trending trending the wrong way, and that really—I mean—it's kind of disappointing. But yeah, you know, I, I mean, it's still fairly early in the season, right? They play, but they play each team twice, so there's 46 games. They've only played 14, but uh, they're going to have to turn some things around and start scoring. They still just can't score. I mean, it's it's just ridiculous. So anyway, Millwall fanships being pressed to the limit over here. I got to say that much. Um, but, uh, all right, well, let, let's jump to – we're not doing opening shots because, A, it's Halloween, and, B, it's 10 in the morning and 5.30 in the morning, despite what Dustin says. And I, I have to say I, I can see him, but I haven't seen a shot of Jack Daniels yet, so I don't know. Uh, I've got to see uh, – well, he's got something in that It's a big mug. shot. It's a, it's a mug. It's a <laughs> if that's a shot, I'm going to be finishing this show on my own. But uh, So we're going to do treats this time, opening treats. So, Dustin, you got an opening treat for me. Uh, for this week. So over the past 24 hours, there have been uh, a lot of different stories, um, different things that have happened that were kind of surprising. Woke up this morning, opened up my sports app, got to read uh, some things that I don't think I was expecting or even knew that was in the works um, to kind of get going. But I think for me, uh, for the first is uh, the Raiders, sorry, Stu, have let go of McDaniels. Um, the game the other night was not a pretty game. No. Devontae Adams had a had a good game. Um, if you can say good game with a minimal amount of catches. Uh, he had good separation from defenders. He was open on several occasions. Uh, and Garoppolo was not able to get him the ball. I just got to say, I know you're not a social media guy. But I and I chose not to send you very many. <laughs> the social media world really stepped up their game on the Garoppolo memes. Um, and and <laughs> you know, Adams is open, and they show some guy dropping a watermelon. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he got obliterated on on uh, on social media after that game. But there there were I mean, it wasn't even like Adams had the chance to get the ball. No. And there were two easy touchdowns. Easy a sixty touchdown. yarder and a ninety-two yarder, and the yeah. separation was like by seven yards. Yeah, I mean, Adams was, got open. Yes, open, really open. And yeah, and that sixty yarder, yeah, was. <laughs> I mean, he overthrew him by about eight to ten yards. Which yeah. I mean, Adams is yeah. one of the top receivers, and yeah. you can't even get it in the area where he has a chance to go and get yeah. it. But that being said, uh, I mean they brought McDaniel's in to to get I guess try a resurgence for for McDaniel's in in the head coaching position because we know what he's done as an offensive coordinator, um, you know, with Belichick and the Patriots and and having well, we yes, having having Brady he's really head, helps. We know what he's done as a head coach before too, <laughs> with the Broncos, <laughs> and I think right. I don't know, yeah. Right, with the Broncos, and it did not yep. not go well. But he goes back into yep. the position as offensive coordinator. I mean, he does very well. So, I don't know. I, that was interesting to see that pull, you know, pull up the app and see that first thing. And I just went, wow, that's one that's early. And at three and five, I mean, it's not the 
worst thing in the world. Josh Jacobs hadn't shown up this year. Um, there's there's a lot in that for me, and I won't go into all of it just with everything, but that was kind of surprising. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm surprised that I'm not. I mean, I think, you know, there's been rumors that the Raiders, you know, that he had, he's, he's not winning the locker room and all that sort of thing. You know, last season was supposed to be, you know, okay, first season, but wasn't great, and I just think the momentum is bad. And uh, But I, you know what? I'll say this much. Teams that have stability at the head coach position tend to do better, and the Raiders, the churn keeps happening, and at some point you got to have somebody who you're going to stick with for the long term. And, uh, you know, maybe you need better results than that, but, uh, you know, hard to – I don't know. I got two, and I'm going to – two quick ones that, I'll, that I'll, I'll stick with the NFL for you. One, we had another Scorigami this weekend. You know which game that was? I do not. Cowboys and Rams, 43 to 20. 43 to 20, a score that has never occurred. 43 is not a very common – not a very common point total. So, uh, but anyway, so another Scorigami never happened. And the other one, uh, arguably the worst football game – uh, that I think has been played in a very long time, and that's the Jets and Giants. Uh, the Jets and Giants were, had the second most punts in the history of football with 24. And uh, the Giants had a net minus nine yards passing. Technically, they had, they had seven, but then they were sacked for a loss of whatever, 16. So they had minus nine yards passing. With their backup quarterback, uh, Joey DeVito, who they did not even let throw a pass until, like, the very end of the game. But, but Dustin, let me read to you this drive charts. Here it is. Fumble. Field goal. All right. Good start. Punt. 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 Touchdown on the one-play 50-yard drive, the Brees Hall pass. Missed field goal. Punt. 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 Fumble. Punt. 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 That's the first half. <laughs> and the second half, touchdown, punt, 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 downs, miss field goal, field goal, into overtime, punt, field goal. <laughs> and the weather you wasn't okay even bad. You okay the there? <laughs> it hurts. It hurts just reading it. I, not only was it the worst game, but they decided to give us more by going oh, yeah, yeah. to overtime, overtime. <laughs> and yeah. saying, we know this is great. Here you go. Here's a little bit more. Here's a piece of that pie. Just keep coming. And Unbelievable. It, it, and and kind of looking at the stats. Oh, just, just <laughs> bad. I mean, Saquon had 36 carries and three catches. Those three catches are half of the completed passes. For the net <laughs> minus nine yards. Uh, yeah, I don't. It's I. I couldn't. That game was awful. Just awful. Just all right. You got any other opening treats? Um, Rangers, man. Yeah. They they are playing well. I'm not a, a Rangers fan. I can appreciate what's going on right now, especially with a lot of my friends being Rangers fans. So it's kind of one of those you get you get brought into it. I think it's for me. It's one of those like if I would have lived in St. Louis a few years back when the Blues won it. I'm not a hockey guy, but I feel like I would have been drawn into it due to the fact that everybody's talking about it. It's, uh, I mean, it's the Stanley Cup. It's you know, it's the the highest of the high for the sport. So that's that's the same thing with the Rangers. I'm a Cards guy, but I mean, the Rangers are playing well, especially on the road. They have not lost a road game. In the in the playoffs so far this year, um, and there's only one left for them. Yep. So we'll see how it goes tonight, and it's it's been fun to watch, and they've played really well. And again, being a homer, I mean, Josh Young, great third baseman, um, especially for his rookie year. It's just been it's been fun to watch. It's it's good to see. Yep. So. Yep. Yeah, no, well, and again, you, you referenced the Stanley Cup, and <clears throat> I mean, I enjoy hockey, and when I was in St. Louis, I was a casual Blues fan, you know, I followed them, but man, 2019, when they with the race for the Cup, that was just fantastic, and it won me over, and uh, 
I know the Rangers aren't quite that close for you, but they're still the closest major league team, right? So uh, right. I'm sure people are getting kind of swept up in it. Yeah, three games to one. We'll see if they can close it out, see if they can do it. Uh, I, I got one more, and this doesn't really need much comment, but I read this and I was like, okay, D4, here we go. Martin Becole, who's a boxer, heavyweight, swallowed a wasp during the match and still won. Just kept on boxing. Just went right, just took that wasp like it was nothing, went on, got a fourth-round TKO. Apparently he got stung several times in the mouth. What a shock. And was vomiting in the locker room afterward and all those sort of things. But there you go. Martin Bacole, you know what? If you can get stung by a wasp and go on and win a boxing match, you're in D4. I don't know if you want to be yeah. in D4, but we got you. I mean, with the name alone, I thought you would have stopped there. And then you said boxing <laughs> and heavyweight. With the heavyweight, you could have stopped there with D4. But you kept going. Yep. And swallowing no. a wasp is, is not a conventional way of winning a match. Not No, indeed. Maybe it might. Is that a banned substance? Uh, I don't know. Probably not in boxing. I figure if you want to do wasp venom, you know, fire away. (laughs) I guess. Uh, Whatever gets you going. Yeah, and, and, you know, let's add that to the list of things not to give trick-or-treaters. Wasp venom. Do not give wasp venom to trick-or-treaters. That's the message on D4. And for those of you keeping score... On your bingo cards, you can now mark off Wasp Venom. (laughs) There you go. Indeed. All right, moving on. that wasp venom is probably a bad idea. What are some other bad mixers? What are some other bad mixers for Halloween? I, I, I got one that just showed up on my Instagram feed this morning. And as Taylor Swift, there's a video of Taylor Swift. They say, Taylor, what's your favorite cocktail? She says, vodka, diet, Coke. Vodka, oh my. diet, Coke. And I have to say, Dustin, this is just further proof that Taylor Swift and I are not meant to be together. Yeah. That's, wow. I mean, Diet Coke in general, but yeah. vodka and Diet Coke. Oof. Vodka and Diet Coke. Yeah, that's rough. And, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, well, frankly, I don't know. Vodka, <sighs> vodka is just fine. It just doesn't have much taste, right? So, like, you know, typically your vodka cocktails, if you do something fruity, you do something wild, that's where you throw vodka in, right? Because it's fairly neutral, but it carries the alcohol content. Some people, you know, sip vodka, but not very many, right, that, that I know of. But uh, but then I think Diet Coke has got to be one of the worst, one of the worst mixers you could put in there. I I mean, you just want something to taste like aspartame, I guess. I, I don't know. I um, guess, because that, that just sounds awful. Yeah, no, I, don't I, think I mean, yeah. Even when I'm drinking, I wouldn't have. If somebody no. were to say, here's this. Vodka and Diet Coke, I would have said, uh, no, you got to have something else. Yeah. There's not, you know, there's not too many things I pass on, but vodka, Diet Coke would, yeah, I don't even, how much lime would you have to put in that to make that taste good? I don't even know. Too much. And and I'll just go on. I'm not a big Coke as a mixer guy. And I think the one exception to here is spiced rum. And I want to be very clear here. It's not just rum, it's spiced rum. And I, I had a little story from last weekend. We had friends in town in London, and we took them to one of our favorite places in London, down on, on South Bank, called Between the Bridges. Between the Bridges is the space down between the Waterloo Bridge and the Westminster Bridge. They have, and in fact, oh, Taylor Swift. She's just dominating the world. That night, there was the uh, Swift, what they call it, the, the Swift-Ageddon. Swift-Ageddon. And they had this little concert where they were doing... And uh, uh, they were doing like, it was obviously cover band or whatever, playing Taylor Swift hits. But we didn't go to that. But uh, lots of lots of young ladies came dressed up, of course, in their best uh, Swifty outfits. But they also had that night, they had Kraken. Kraken Rum was there and doing samples. Kraken's great. Kraken's a good one. 
And they, they had a couple of interesting ones. They had their standard Kraken uh, dark rum with ginger beer. And then they had Kraken black cherry rum, which they mixed with Coke. And that actually was really quite good. It was like cherry Coke and rum, and I liked it. Karen didn't like it so much. And then they had a coffee rum. Just that, that wasn't a mix. That was like a coffee rum. And that was actually pretty good, too. But, uh, I, I would yeah. say those sound interesting to try. See, yeah. that's something I would try, not the Diet Coke route. No. I would try the other. And look, I get why people mix with diet drinks, right? Because you cut down all the calories and stuff. I mean, but I mean, if you're out drinking liquor anyway, I don't know why you're so worried about the calories because you're already getting them. But yeah, the Diet Coke, I don't know. That's just not the way to go. Rough. No. Yeah. And I, I, I go the same with Diet 7 Up. I'm like, I, I, I know a lot of people use Diet 7-Up and drink Diet 7-Up as a mixer, but see, but see, here's also me. I'm not a diet soda guy at all. Are you you diet soda man or no? Not not at all. So I don't drink sodas now anyway, but even when I did, diet sodas just didn't, it didn't taste good at all to me. That aftertaste and the, oof. No liquor, no soda. What do you drink, man? Oh, I, we know what you drink. Guava. Guava water, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> yeah, guavas. Oof, that's rough. I still have that taste in my mouth from last week. <laughs> um, coffee and water, man. That's Coffee and water. All right, there you go. That's my route. Yeah, yeah. so no, I, I, but I mean, like, I've never, never enjoyed diet soda. Never, not a Diet Coke guy, not a Diet Pepsi guy. Just never, never been my thing. So I don't, I don't think. The other one I'm going to say is just soda water. Right, like just standard soda water. If you're putting in soda water, you better have a flavored drink already. You know, like top a Negroni with some soda water, that's nice, right? Maybe Moscow Mule. I bet you put ginger beer in that, so I don't know. I, ginger but beer. Just a, yeah, just a straight soda water. Uh, I don't know. That, that to me is also like a. You're not really, you're not getting much taste if you're if your mixer's soda water. So I, I don't know. I'm not there. So I, uh, I'm, yeah. And I've never, I never added soda water or had those drinks either. Um, so I understand where you're coming with that as well. It just, it didn't yeah. go sit well with me, I guess. Yeah. I will say this much. If you want to kick up your, your, your cocktail game or your mixed drink game, or even just a simple mixed drink, try an absinthe rinse, just a real light rinse of the glass with absinthe. And I'm talking, you know, a couple of drops, not, not a lot. Now, I know a lot of people don't love the black licorice flavor. And again, as long as you just are doing a dash, it can really do some interesting things, particularly with like your whiskeys, but also gin. Um, there's a great drink called the Corpse Reviver Number 2, uh, which is a gin-based gin and lemon uh, and then a little bit of absinthe. Well, I, you give me a look. I mean, well, look, it's the day after Halloween, so the Corpse Reviver is probably a good one to have. But Yeah, but to me, that's just bad business for my job. So I get it. I mean that. <laughs> ah, well played, sir. I didn't see that angle. Did not see that angle yeah, coming in. Gotcha. But, I gotcha. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. It is kind of you know destined to be uh, something of a, a uh, day after cocktail. But yeah, the corpse reviver number two. It's a good one. So gin and absinthe can be a nice mix. But go easy on it. I'm not. You know, don't. We're not talking like an ounce, right? But uh, a little absinthe rinse. That'll take your whole drink mixing game to a whole new level. It sounds like so, it. So, not only though is it you know because in the spirit of Halloween, you know it's obviously you know no edibles, no wasp venom, don't give Jello shots to the kids, but there's also some bad outfits, right? Bad Halloween costumes, uh, but also bad sporting uniforms, right? And we saw that this week. I think that Monday night game. It actually got a lot of, again, a lot of social media activity because those uniforms together, <laughs> the all-white Raiders with the gray helmets, and then the Lions come out and they're all dumpy gray. I don't know what shade of gray that is, but it, it's just like flat gray. And then the blue helmet, which I kind of liked, but I don't know. I got to say, those new Lions look, that, that all gray thing, I don't, I don't go for. And especially then when you put it with that helmet, I don't know. Bad uniform combo. Not a good one. What, 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 about you, what about you? Well, when you brought up that game, my first thought was, I actually like the helmets. Um, oh, for well, I, I did. I like yeah. the Lions helmet. But not with that gray, though, surely. Not with, well, with that outfit. I mean, you don't see I, what I wear and what I choose to wear. I mean, my outfits are, <laughs> are, are tough, too. 
No, but yeah, the 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 gray, it's maybe a little much. I mean, especially throughout the entire with a splash of blue. Um, but I, I did like the helmets. Um, there there definitely are some jerseys that are very questionable. Um, let's see, give, give the me old give me some old old school Steelers. The bumblebee oh, the, look. The bumblebee look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of fun, but. Yeah, no. I'm, I hope they don't. Maybe they won't bring those back. They won't bring. Those back. Yeah. Maybe for a game, it's like, yeah. all right, we see what you're doing. Like the stripes on the top, and then the the right. socks that are just odd color. I mean, it the whole outfit just looks strange. Well, some of those throwbacks that you know they got into the throwbacks now probably 10, 15 years ago, and some of them are really odd. Like there's the one, there's the really old Eagles throwbacks that are light blue and yellow, and it's like. Where is that coming from uh, on the Eagles? I, I have no idea. I, 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 probably the worst one, are the, there's an old Broncos uniform that's like magenta or brown and yellow. And, and like they've got vertical striped socks, I think it was, that were like brown and yellow. And it's like, what are we, what are we doing there? Because that, those were rough, too. Uh, well, that was – so when you said give me some, the two that popped into my head were the Steelers and the Broncos because those Broncos yeah, yeah. jerseys were – rough there was a game a few years back when the nfl decided to start doing the color rush um, oh yeah with the with with the bright bright colors and i mean Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the christmas game (laughs) if i (laughs) if i remember right it was the bills and the jets is that correct that is correct and the the bills were the brightest red color i mean and it was the entire uniform and the jets just went like blinding green and it yep. was it was well, tough to watch and it's the colorblind game right because red green colorblind <laughs> right. is is the common one of there people are like everything's just gray i mean it's on a green field with green so yeah no that one that one was rough and, and you know the other one on those color rush that were terrible were the uh the panthers mustard color Right now, do you remember that? Like the, they were like mustard yellow, all, you know, for whatever. And that was back when they had the fade helmet too, which I still think was arguably the worst looking any helmet I've probably ever seen. But yeah, uh, yeah, that, and I, I, I think the, the the Titans, the Titans, all light blue onesie look, the kind of the Smurf look. I don't, I don't, I'm not down with that. And I gotta say that Colts, the Colts recent alternates that they just did like two weeks ago was just terrible the first they had the black helmet which why are the colts putting black on right but they did the black helmet and like the all kind of electric blue they looked like yukon or duke i, I mean they looked like they just borrowed duke or yukon's uniforms because those were rough i i don't know i, I i'm not a big fan what a, what about the dreamsicle color for the tampa bay bucks Oh, the that. creamsicle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, creamsicle, love the cream. yeah. Love the creamsicle. I, I love the creamsicle. I mean, it's awful, but it's awful in a particularly endearing sort of way. Like, if you can't love the 1970s Tampa Bay Buccaneers, then you don't really love football because they were a catastrophe on the field, and 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 they were that, that whatever shade of orange, creamsicle orange, but, but the... the the buccaneer with a knife in his mouth. I don't know what his name is. He's got to have a name, but oh man, that, that guy. That hat though. The hat though he had on was with the feather. That was pretty it's pretty nice. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. That one I, 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 on, you know, ones that I love. I I really love the Pal- the Falcons red throwback helmet. That that Falcons red helmet I think is really sharp and I wish they'd bring it back. Um but I know they're probably going to stick with the black, but and of course Pat Patriot and the Patriots' red throwbacks, I think, are just great out. I think they're great uniforms. So. Right. No, I I do like the the old school Patriots, even though I don't like the Patriots. But sure, um, I do. You know, of course, you're going to bring uh, a Falcons uniform and the next say a Patriots uniform. I mean, go figure there. But always bringing up the Falcons Patriots game. Well, you know, I mean, if we have to talk about 28 to 3 again, we can do it. But, uh, you know, I, do we really need to cover that ground again? I, I don't think so. Those are totally. I, mean, I, I didn't even have that thought as I was making notes. I just want you to know that. Uh, sure. Sure, you didn't. 
I'll I'll okay, so give you one. I'll give you one. Okay. What what's your favorite what's your favorite uniform in the game today? My favorite uniform in the game today. Huh. Sticking with football. I mean, obviously we didn't even get into baseball and all the other stuff, but what do you got? <sighs> I don't know. That's a tough question. I haven't really really thought about that. Um yeah. I do Oh, man. There's some I, – I, it's one of those I I guess look at the negative side and go, man, I don't like that. I don't like that. Yeah. I don't think I've, I've just sat here and said, ooh, yeah. I really like that look. Um, man, that is, a, that is a tough one. I don't think the uh, the Giants have veered much since they've been <laughs> yeah. around, so they, they kind of stick with what they have. Yeah. Um, the Bengals, kind of the same thing with the the stripes on the helmets and, and well, things. Well, well, the old school Bengals, you know, they're just the orange helmet that just said Bengals on it. But oh, they, see, I don't yeah. remember. I don't remember those. Well, they changed that back in like the early '80s, I think. Yeah. Okay. And, okay. You know, and went to the. I mean, they're kind of the ultimate Halloween team too, also, right? I mean, you know, the origin, origin black, but uh, right. Yeah. Uh, I guess for me, I like the Chargers. I like the the, yeah. the powder blue, the powder blue with the lightning bolt. Um, but they do yeah. have some jerseys that are just oh, terrible. Yeah, they got with like got like the the two colored like the yellow on the top here and then the blue at, towards the bottom of the jersey. It just it didn't look. Yeah, I, you know I'm still I'm kind of a sucker for the Bears. I mean it's such a classic uniform. You know, and I love blue and orange just in general. Um, I think it's just a great color combo. Although I that that Bears all orange look shouldn't show up again, and that orange helmet should not come back. But that classic Bears, the helmet is awesome. And I really like the Chiefs helmet, too. I, I'm not a big fan of the Chiefs overall look, but I like the, I, I like, do like the Chiefs helmet a lot, so I'll, I'll give you that. But. All right, so there's some bad mixes, some good mixes, you know, in the spirit of Halloween, bringing you all we can uh, to, you know, to keep it D4 across the board. treats to start we've covered our our halloween costumes now it's time for well halloween tricks although these aren't really tricks but we're going to call them that because you know we're keeping the theme alive so gonna do kind of a roundup here of sports dustin let's talk first off anything worth discussing in nba week one um there's a lot uh james harden woke up this morning to see that he is uh changed coasts he's now on the west coast uh, with the Clippers, um, so I, ooh, there was a lot to to in my head to think through all of that with mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook and Kawhi, and there is not enough basketballs to go around in that. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting. So now you have the big four, right? So yeah. it's not the big three that you see in some of these other teams, but uh, I mean the Sixers had to get rid of them. Um, and it'll be interesting to see that dynamic moving forward. You have also the Victor Wimbanyama um, from the Spurs. He is going to be a generational player. Um, he is 7'5", and he shoots it like a guard. Um, there have been some plays so far, I've been watching the games with my nephew, that we just go, you've got to be kidding me. You should not be able to do that at that size. Um, to, to play like a guard or a small forward being 7'5", that just should not happen. But he's doing it, and so it's it's been fun to watch. Um, but it is still early. Um, I mean, we're what, four games in uh, to the season. Um, so there is a there's a lot going on, but I think as the season goes on uh, this year, you're going to bring in the in season tournament. So um, what, what's that? What's that? So so you still have your regular season games, but built into those regular season games, you have a few uh, tournament games, as you would say. And as you do well in those tournament games around Christmas time, you have a in-season tournament where a select few teams will play in this tournament. 
and then however you do in the tournament. I don't know if it's prize money or if you get home court advantage in the finals or whatever. I don't know how that looks. Um, I, I haven't read a whole lot into it yet. I just know that during the regular season, you play games that have been appointed in season tournament games moving forward. That that's like pulling a page out of British soccer, right? I mean, where they have during right. the season, they have like you know the like in in England, they have uh, it's the FA Cup, which is like all of the leagues of England play, you know, and it's a tournament that and they just play them interspersed or kind of like the international play that's just interspersed between you know pre- Premier League games and whatnot. That's a, but I've never I've never heard anything like that in in American sports. So, well, that's interesting. So, oh, also, yeah, I gotta it, go back. What, what, did you see Wembenyana's Slender Man costume? I did not, but I he can, he, I can I can visualize it because I know what he looks like. Yeah, but he's not a thick gentleman, uh, and hard, hard to be at seven five. But um, yeah, he dressed up as Slender Man um, for Halloween. Going walking in, it's it's pretty legit. I gotta say. So so real quick, you not being an NBA guy, I've just looked up NBA in season tournament. Okay. It says the tournament was officially announced July eighth. The tournament will have a format similar to European soccer tournaments. Look at me. Where each player on the winning team receives five hundred thousand dollars. Oh, well, oh by the way, that's what they need in the NBA's just a little more more, cash. more money. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just to play harder, so right. Uh, that that's probably enough NBA uh, to start us off. But yeah. it, it, it'll well, let be me interesting. Uh, let me take us on a quick uh, tour through the NHL. Uh, two teams on very hot starts: uh, the Boston Bruins, who last year again set the record for most wins in a season, start off eight wins, zero losses, uh, one overtime loss, which is kind of the they get one point for that. It's kind of the they no longer do ties. Right, but if you go to if you go to overtime, and you lose an overtime, you, you still get one point. So uh, they're eight zero and one, and and uh, the Vegas Golden Knights, last year Stanley Cup champs, nine zero and one, not to be outdone. So we have two very hot starts, and then also two very slow starts from teams that were expected to do well. The Edmonton Oilers uh, with Connor McDavid and uh, I think it's Leon Drysital. I'm not sure how to say them. Two huge scorers. Um, off to a, not a great start. They're like two and six or three and five, I think. And the Pittsburgh Penguins, also kind of expected to contend this year, also not uh, not looking good uh, on that one. So uh, so there. And the other one is, uh, you know, I mentioned on an earlier show. I think it was the week that we had a we had a guest that when things were starting. But Alex Ovechkin, uh, who literally is within potential reach of catching Wayne Gretzky for all time goals, he's only got. Like one goal so far in the first six or seven games. So, and I have to say, not that I'm anti Alex Ovechkin, but I don't want anybody to break Gretzky's records. That's just me. That's just me being a Gretzky homer, and I'm I'm willing to go for it and say it. I don't ever want to see the great ones' records be broken. So, right. Alex, good luck to you. Don't get there, my friend. Anyway, total editorializing, but there we go. So, I think I spaced out. What does NHL stand for? Sorry, I just I you know National Homer League. <laughs> oh, oh one okay. other. That's what it sounded like. The, the rugby final, the rugby World Cup final, was an incredible match where South Africa beat New Zealand thirteen to twelve, I believe, a one point hard fought match. So you know to win their fourth ever, uh, yeah, it, 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 rugby World Cup. So so there you go. Real real quick story on that uh, last <laughs> last night. Um, was over a brief brief stint over at a friend's house. Uh, it's actually my wife's best friend's husband. He's from New Zealand, Ooh. and he will get up at two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning to watch uh, the All Blacks play. Mm-hmm. And after last week, you know, you talked a little bit about who was in the finals, and I didn't follow up um, on who won, who lost. And so last night, just randomly, I looked at, I said, "Hey, hey, Gavin, uh, who won the the rugby finals?" And the look he gave me <laughs> was, how dare you ask me that question? And I looked at him and I said, Gavin, I really don't know who won, but I know who won now. <laughs> did, he, um, <laughs> did, he think you were being a, did he think you were being a smart ass? Oh, absolutely. 
Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. The the look he gave me was, I can't believe you just asked me that. You know exactly what happened. And and I just had to say, (laughs) Gavin, I really, I really have no clue who won. I know who was in the finals. Um, And he just, and I said, but I have a feeling that um, New Zealand did not win this year because of the look you just gave me. And he goes, no, we didn't. I said, okay, I apologize. (laughs) And so, so this is wild, right? Because I, I think I just read that they're actually expanding the number of teams in the Rugby World Cup next time, which, I, I mean, given what we talked about, the early rounds, why would you expand it? I mean, that you, you had some really competitive and great, you know, matches coming down the stretch. I mean, the England-South uh, Africa game was a was an incredible match. The final was an incredible match. But, I mean, who wants to watch rugby where you win in 96 to nothing? And why would you put more teams in who are obviously not going to? I don't. I mean, I know everything's we want to get bigger and get more teams in and get it, but what I don't that I don't get that I don't get. So, all right, well, let's get to the NFL. Uh, I'll, I'll start with one here, and I'll, I'll get your take on it. But we had the first fake tush push in the NFL this year, and I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. I knew at some point they'd line up for the tush push and pull it around. And I know there have been people being like, well, what else can you possibly run out of that formation? And I guess we have our answer now. Uh, a sprint out uh, a sprint out option essentially is going to do it. And uh, sure enough, it goes for a touchdown. But, Dustin, we haven't really talked about it. Are, are, you, a, are you a fan of the uh, brotherly shove or the tush push or whatever? Uh, what, what's your, what do you think of it? I'm not a fan of it. But at the same time, from a strategic standpoint, I mean, it makes sense. You try to get leverage. You've got a yard or less or yeah. whatever that looks yeah. like. I mean, you get enough guys behind you and you get that leverage and you get some guys with some strong legs. You get what you are going for, right? So the other night watching the the Eagles play and Jalen Hurts has, was it three fourth down conversions all with that same mindset, yeah. just get behind them and shove. Yeah. So I understand the strategy behind it, but it just, I don't know. It, uh, well, I'm not a big fan I mean, of it. It's, it's a modified quarterback sneak, right? And nobody ever complained about a quarterback sneak. But, I mean, it's really the same play, except instead of just instead of just leaving it all on the quarterback, you're just it's legal to push the guy in the NFL on any point. I mean, heck, you saw the Trey McBride touchdown for the Cardinals. I don't know if you saw that, the t- tight end for the Cardinals. Catches the ball at about the five and gets engaged, and they stood up and Literally, his entire offensive line came down and pushed him into the end zone. So if right. you can push him there, you can push him anywhere. So I don't know how they're going to be able to outlaw it, and I don't. Frankly, I don't think they should. I mean, it's a it's a modified quarterback sneak. Is it a pretty play? No, but you know what? Talk about smash mouth football. There it is. Line up and and I get it. Like I understand. Like I said, the strategy behind it. Hey, we got a yard. Let's let's give ourselves this opportunity. It's uh, it's that rugby play, right? It's the scrum in the middle. Yep. Hey, and if just stop them, right? Yeah. Like yep. I know it's hard, but still, I mean, <laughs> you don't like you're it, gonna, play better. Yep. Right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, give me your uh, give me your uh, top NFL story or, or an NFL story. What do you got? I think this week the surprise for me was the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that they would go in to Denver and just destroy Denver, even though Denver hasn't been much this year. Um, they played well last week, I guess, or well enough to win. But this week, I mean, 24 to nine, that's just surprising. And Kansas City put up some numbers, but they didn't translate to points. Um, and so to, to, to me, it was just surprising to see Kansas City um, have that happen to yeah. them. Well, and I just have, I was going to say, I guess Mahomes' flu game is not quite going to go down like Jordan's flu game, uh, <laughs> as it will, right? And how much of that was, you know, Mahomes not being 100%, you know, fair enough. But, uh, or, I mean, frankly, Taylor Swift wasn't there. So I don't know. Well, maybe. Fair Maybe enough. It's come to that, that may be a Maybe part of it. Yeah. Yeah, we got to stop talking about Taylor Swift in the NFL. I don't think it's going to happen though. I think. Well, I mean, of course, if they break up. Okay, so here you go. If they break up, do you hate Kelsey or do you hate Taylor Swift? Oh, Swift. <laughs> That's what you say. <laughs> the other, the other half of the nation is going to be like, oh, 
Travis Kelsey must have done her wrong. But uh, yeah. the other three quarters of the nation. What are you? What are you talking about? Half yeah, of the nation. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay, so Bengals, the real deal now. I hope so. Just just because <laughs> I've been, I, I enjoy watching the Bengals. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe they've you know kind of come to who they are. Yeah. Um, which is fun. I mean, they offensively are a fun team to watch. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe they've kind of gotten back to to full form. Um, yeah. I hope so. I'll just answer that by I hope so. Yeah, uh, Burrow looked really good, um, and you know, thankfully, you know, he's you know back to himself. And and uh, the Niners, uh, what, 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 what's the what are we seeing with the Niners? Are is this? So I what's mean, the anomaly? The yeah. the first several weeks with Brock Purdy or the last? Several weeks. Well, and yeah. is it is it we've kind of... I mean, I know Debo is a huge factor in this, but but Purdy also hasn't looked good the past three weeks. Like, yeah. at all. Decision-making. Um, moving forward, what does that look like? He still has... Even with Debo out, you still have some good good players. Oh, you got yeah. McCaffrey and Kittle and Ayuk um, yeah. and, and some speed in the backfield outside of McCaffrey. Um, it, you got a great it, offensive it, line and one of the best defenses in the league. You can't make excuse. Purdy has no excuses. None. None. Right. It's it's bad. Yeah. It's, well, and, maybe they can figure it out. I don't know, but yeah, it's it's, it's been interesting, interesting because you know I mean from the beginning of the year that was Purdy was one of my big questions coming into the league. Right? Was he going to be able to do it? And you know, again, effectively, he's a rookie quarterback. So it's not entirely surprising to see him face and have some bad game. I mean, well, even I mean, heck, even great quarterbacks play bad games, right? So it is that. But you know, three in a row now is a little rough, right? And I haven't quite said it this year, but you know, the one thing with both the Dolphins and the Niners is you don't want to peak too early. You don't win the league in September and October. You win in December. And then, and well, obviously, and then, you know, in January, right? And, and being right at the end of the year. So, you know, the Bengals turning it around midseason, I think, is a whole lot better looking than the Niners, no matter how dominant they looked in weeks one to five, because now they got to regroup and figure out, you know, what's, uh, what's going wrong. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. That, that's a curious one. That's a, that's a really curious one. Um, have to talk about quarterbacks. Right, the number of quarterbacks that go down this week. Kirk Cousins out for the season, Achilles. Kenny Pickett down. Don't know. I haven't seen the extent of his injury. Tyrod Taylor, the most unlucky quarterback in the history of football. I think that poor guy can't stay on mm-hmm. the field. Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Whatever Deshaun Watson is, right? Uh, I mean, we lost fully five quarterbacks. There's probably a couple more this week that I, that I. That I missed out too, um, and, and then Bryce Young gets a win, and hello, Will Levis, right? Will Levis, Levis from the Titans. Yeah, that quarterbacks. Yeah, welcome to the NFL, me. right? Yeah. Normally, it's the other way around. Welcome to the NFL, but uh, the the Peter. Titans sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Titans sure did well. Um, yeah, I will say that. And yeah, poor Kirk Cousins. He's one of those guys that you just you like. I don't know. He's he's the good old boy, and you don't you want to see him do well, and, and just to see him go down like that. But how about the Vikings going and getting Joshua Dobbs from Arizona <laughs> to come in? I think Arizona is trying to Arizona is trying to collapse, right? You know that's what we talked about at the beginning of the year. But well, um, it yeah, they, I don't know. I don't know who else they would go for. Um, I mean, I could, I could go down a rabbit hole of quarterbacks that aren't playing right now that uh, I just won't well, go yeah, down. Yeah, 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 but uh, there. yeah. there's, yeah, there's, it, it's just interesting. Um, and I know I've used that word a lot this episode, but there's just a <laughs> lot to, to pack in um, yeah. right now. Yeah. And the NFL sure has a lot of different storylines. And, and the quarterback carousel is one. Loving the script writers. They're doing a great job. I didn't see half of this stuff coming, but you know, there you go. But yeah, well, and Kirk Cousins, man. I mean, 
you know, after getting no love in Washington, you know, and working that, you know, getting he got the what the double franchise tag, right? And then he parlays that into the big contract in Minnesota. But Kirk Cousins, I mean, look, Barstool Sports, those guys are relentless to Kirk Cousins, you know, and just he he's like he's kind of been the benchmark average quarterback. But to be honest, the last few seasons, Cousins has definitely been a top ten quarterback in the league. And this year was having a great season. And, of course, this is the end of his contract. And so he's 37. He's going to have to go into a new contract. And now the Achilles goes. And, I, you know, he's been a bit of a Chase Daniel in terms of navigating the NFL, you know, quarterback market and contracts. And now I, I don't know what he's going to get next year. It'll be because he's out for, obviously, the season. Hopefully be back beginning of next year. But, yeah. And I just, I mean, Will Levis, hey, look, congratulations, kid. Welcome to the NFL. I don't think he's the next Patrick Mahomes, but you know, hey, I mean, he he, he made the throws early, but uh, you know, rookie quarterbacks, I, you know, I've been I've been on it all all season. Everybody loves to talk about the rookie quarterbacks, and they're great to watch, but it's just really really rare to have a rookie quarterback who can lead you anywhere terribly significant uh, in the NFL. So I don't know. We'll have to see. All right, any other NFL thoughts for the week? Not right now. I mean, I know there's a lot out there and a lot to pack in, but I think we've talked about it quite a bit. Um, So. Yep. All right. Those are your tricks for the week. We've gotten our tricks. We've gotten our treats. We've gotten our, our bad combos. We'll just wrap this show up and we'll bring it on home. episode of d4 you got your tricks you got your treats you got your costumes what do you do when you want to end trick-or-treating and call it a night you turn the lights out so dustin let's go lights out let's wrap this show up what do you got i was thinking take antacids but you know turn the lights (laughs) out that's (laughs) that's good too bad mixes all the candy everything uh you just or or if you're gonna accidentally you know mix an edible just do a like a (laughs) melatonin edible uh, not not there the, you, you know like the yeah. little gummies you gummies know. yeah the gummies yeah um no i think to to finish the show last week i said i'm excited about millwall uh to see what they do and that just blew up in front of me so i think i'm going to take a step back this week and not say <laughs> anything and see what happens probably a good idea probably a good idea well i got a couple of a couple of lights out shots you got to give it props to denver when they beat the chiefs and they blare shake it off at the stadium as the Chiefs are leaving the field. Nice little Taylor Swift dig at you. That's 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 pro. That's big time. Uh, the Patriots now have the number five pick and the hardest schedule in the league for the rest of the way. So They deserve you know, it. They deserve it. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're earning it. We're earning every bit of it. So, so that's good. Also, another little bit, Wally the Alligator, our friend Wally the Alligator, did you see this? He got in. The Philadelphia Flyers let Wally the Alligator in, and Gritty, Gritty was out there holding Wally the Alligator and just having a great old time. So good you know, for let's him. Let's go. Way to go. Good Wally. for him. Way to go, Wally. You know, those are oh, those are my best. You got you got nothing for me. You got you got one. You can't shake it off. You can't something here. Oh man, uh, nothing's popping into mind. Shots of Jack I mean, Daniels I, are catching up with you. Yeah, I mean, vision's getting blurry. Uh, I don't know if that if it's the shots or the <laughs> the five a.m. Or, or, or what, but or what it is. Yeah, it could well, it I, could I, be a bad mix somewhere. I don't know. That's a, no doubt it's a bad mix. But uh, well, hey, look, thank you, listeners. Thanks everybody, people, Australia, welcome aboard. Uh, you know, we appreciate you listening. Give us a like, give us a share, give us a follow, a rating. We'd always appreciate it. Uh, I, I also, in the spirit of Halloween, you know, Karen and I have been watching the series on Netflix, the, uh, or I think it's on Netflix, The Fall of the House of Usher. Uh, and there was a line in there last night that I feel was pretty D4. Guy says, let's get a drink. It's got to be noon somewhere. That's very appropriate. And I figure that might, I could turn into a sign-off for us. Day drinking with Don and Dustin, D4 Sports, bringing it to you. Gotta be noon somewhere, guys.
Adios. See you next time. That's a pretty good line. D4 Sports is brought to you by Don and Dustin. And by our sponsors, Sports and Day Drinking. Special thanks go to Trey Klein for providing the music behind D4 and all our friends and family for supporting us throughout this episode.